Hello everyone and welcome to the 8th episode of Dude to Like Movies. I am uh, Red Bag Dude and this is... Gershwan with here with 40 facts about the 40k Unover weight wrong show. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. I'm uh, embarrassed. This is the Dolomite to Like Movies. Anyway. So hey, uh, yeah, I'm Dan, this is Alec, and Hello. we uh, have some stuff to talk about today. Uh, to start out, I read this morning that the new Terminator movie, today is November 2nd, Saturday, the new Terminator movie, Dark Fate, came out last night, and apparently it is bombing. It yeah. only made like $10 million. Yeah, opening weekend, it was awful for a Terminator movie. Yeah, I mean, there... I didn't... I think uh, Genesis even made more its opening night. Yeah, I read somewhere on Box Office Mojo that like it's not even going to make as much as Genesis. Which I don't, I don't know how. I mean, James Cameron produced this, so I'm just and wrote like, it. Oh, yeah, he wrote it too. Yeah, I mean, the rights came back to James Cameron oh, after. That's right. I thought he was just produced it. I didn't know he wrote it. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, no. I mean, I've heard it's good. I, I haven't. Like, th- like I want to see it. I just Brandon, he watched it. He said it was really good. He said there's some really good scenes in it, but he said like, but the other problem is, I think what ruined it was the actresses. Really, the, the people in the movie that were like saying like what the movie was going to be about, you, you know. I think just when they... You mean like in the in the press, like the external, you know, like it, not the, in the movie they, itself? They pulled what I call a Brie Larson in the press mm-hmm. with their movie. They kind of just like became a little more self-righteous than, than they should have been. Like it's well, fine I mean, if you want to be it's, if you want to be a little like ego stroking. That's fine. I get that. I, I mean, that if too. there's any franchise that a female can have some ego over, it is Terminator because that is true. Because I mean, oh. Sarah Connor, her the character in the in the movies has always been the lead role. Yeah, and everyone who I mean, I've talked to some people over but the past just, whatever just, month, and they were like, "Oh no, it's pandering to the SJWs." I'm like, "Man, have you not seen the originals?" No, really. The first two Terminator yeah. movies. Yeah, Arnold is Judgment Day is still the best one. Yeah, and it's. I mean, Sarah Connor is one of the leads in the. She's the yeah. lead in the first movie, and she's she becomes an amazing, a badass she's in the an second. Amazing one. character, hell yeah. yeah! She's a great character. But I think in this one, like women do have the uh, obviously they can be there's brag about any movie. That. No, there's yeah. nothing wrong. with It's that. a new character. It's yeah. not like taking Sarah Connor and, and making just her, uh, and rehashing her into something. Yeah, but with that, this one, I think it was them just talking. You know what I mean? Where they were kind of saying like one of them said a few months before release that this movie was like a, a middle finger to sexist trolls or something. But I'm just like. I saw these videos on the quartering, and I, I watched the actual links he put into his, his uh, uh, channel, and I watched the interviews, and I'm just like, they know they're in a movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like, it, James Cameron wrote the, if he wrote, well, he wrote it, you said that. I mean, as far he as wrote, I know, he did, like, the story. I don't know if he wrote the script. But. He The way he did the story was so that all these events would happen. Mm-hmm. And all that happened the way he wanted it to happen. I mean, say what you will about James Cameron, but I I trust his judgment when I it comes too. to you know. Terminator. I trust him too. Yeah, but it's just. Like, I mean, I, I just haven't seen. I just it think because... that's what turned a lot of people off is just like because they're tired of the self righteous people in the movies now. I can see it. You know, I think people are just tired of politics and movies, and people just I mean, want to see a good movie. Yeah, honestly, and that's why I, that's why I think people like older movies now. Like older movies are getting kind of a resurgence, mm-hmm. and that's where they're getting rebooted. Yeah. Is because there wasn't all of that in it. Well, I will say uh, I do want to see Terminator Dark Fate eventually, but the reason I didn't see it last night is because me and Emily, we saw Dolomite Is My Name on Netflix, and I am very happy to say that I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. It is a 9.5, possibly a 10 out of 10 movie for me. i got to watch it probably uh, either tonight or before I go to work. Tomorrow. There's not much to spoil about because if you know... Kind of... I mean, if you know about the whole... 
Dolomite, like black exploitation films of the 1970s and who Rudy Ray Moore was. I mean, mm-hmm. Emily had no idea before I showed her the trailer and she looked interested in it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's a good story. I mean, it yeah. all about, you know, him just making his own path. He's like middle-aged and he wants to I mean, make something of his life and he yeah. does it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, those movies, honestly, I have to watch it because, honestly, all that kinds of movies, they're really good. I mean, like, Disco Godfather is still one of my favorite. <laughs> Lucky, is, what has he had? <laughs> That is still one of the funniest movies I have ever seen in my life from the 70s. And then this movie also, too, was really funny. I mean, can I just say, Eddie Murphy is wonderful in that movie. I love Eddie Murphy. Oh, man, I'm so happy he's making movies for adults again. Oh, my God. I remember, like, there was when Chris Rock hosted the Oscars, he was like, he's like, Eddie Murphy's here. He's the valet. (laughs) Because he was talking about how his career went down base. Yeah, I mean. I mean, let's, I mean, we can come back, I think. Based on the title I'm going to put in for this thing, we're going to talk about Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy's career. Yeah. Um, Ed, I mean... But I just... I, before I get into that, I just want to say it's so happy. I was so happy just to hear him say the F word in this movie. Finally, after like... I mean, because when I was... A, when we were growing up, Eddie Murphy to us primarily was in Shrek and like, you know, Daddy Daycare. And, and, was like, and he, did, he did some other movies like Coming to America that like... I mean, well, okay. we, it was before our time, but like we still kind of... I mean, at least I watched him and like... You know, but well, I was gonna say this is his best movie since coming to America. I think because I mean he's did, he did mostly like he did like uh, Dave or whatever that movie about where he oh, had Lord. Those, yeah remember you know what he I'm did about? Norbit he did Pluto hey, Nash hey. Norbit it was a movie you can watch if you're all kinds of messed up because when I was a kid when I was in ninth grade my friend Christian <laughs> stayed at house and one day because we just sometimes he put a movie on be on a loop I ended up watching Norbit eight times in a day. Because he just left it on, and I will tell you one thing: I remember the whole thing. Like well, there, I'm sorry there that you some were tortured icon- that way. I was not tortured. There are some iconic lines in there. Tuesday, team saying Tuesday ain't gonna see Wednesday. Yeah, but back to Dolomite. It's it's a funny movie, and maybe this is just my bias because I, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. But I love movies that are about making of movies, and so like to kind of see the behind the scenes stuff that was really cool. Mm, like Disaster Artist. Yeah, is that it's? I read a review for this movie where it's like it's the the black response to to the disaster artist which i mean i can get that i would say it's even better than disaster artist i have to watch it because i mean i've watched the disaster artist i watched it once when it came out once i took rachel and then i took when dylan and i saw the double feature of the well, room i saw it with you in the theaters too oh that's right you did yeah that's what i was four times yeah. that's right because i brought but, it's, that's right it was, it and was you then rachel then i went with dylan to see actually met um met uh what's his name uh, the guy who played Greg, um, I forget his name right now. Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero, yeah. When I say playing Greg, playing right, But Greg. let's get back on track. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the cast was really good. There's a few surprise cameos that I won't say, but... I'll just say one of them. Uh, well, it, you can see it in the in the trailer. Snoop Dogg's in it. Oh, yeah, I saw so that. So he, he's pretty funny. Um, they also have Mike Epps and Craig Robinson. They play his yeah, costume okay. guy and, and his music guy. Keegan-Michael Key was in it. Keegan-Michael Key is in it. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Um, the actress who plays, I think her name is Lady Reed. I don't know what the actress's name is. I, I, it's some name that just, I, I, I'm bad with names, yeah. but she was really good in it. I thought she brought a real, like, subtle humanity to the role. Um, cause she plays like his sidekick, his protege, who is very down in the dumps. He meets her at a bar and she's, she found out she got cheated on by the father of her child. Yeah. And so he kind of takes her in and like helps her get some confidence into herself, which I thought that was pretty cool. And then... Again, it's just really funny because he starts out doing stand-up and, you know, you, you see the parallels between Eddie Murphy's career. He started in stand-up, then he started making movies, and yeah. Because, I mean, he learned from, like, 
Richard Pryor and other people and like Red that. Fox. Yeah. There's actually a part in this movie where he says, "Oh yeah, I, I worked with Red Fox as Rudy Ray Moore, but he also did work with Red Fox in real life, Eddie Murphy." But and, um, it, it was it was really funny. I would highly recommend it. I, I had a great time watching it. You know, it's just. Would you uh, say it's one of the best of the year? Oh, absolutely! It's like probably my top five, top three, even of the year, really. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to see The Irishman when that oh, comes out on Netflix. Oh Maybe that'll... I don't... If that movie is as good as the trailers are making it and it's Martin... Scorsese, I love him. Mm-hmm. I love that man to death. If it is as good as that, I it's probably my number one of the year. There you go. We'll see. But I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dolomite is my name. Go check it out if you haven't. It's on Netflix. It's free. So I mean, so, well, yeah. So why not? It's it's a if good you, time. If you got, what was it like an hour and a half, two hours? Uh, two hours, yeah. Two hours. If you got two hours to spare, watch it. Might yeah. as well. And so then, so now we'll start talking about Eddie Murphy's just career and like he, I, my favorite movie of his currently, besides Dolomite is my name, is Coming to America. I thought that was hilarious. He started out, I believe, doing stand up, but then he, so. He got his start really on SNL because yeah. for the period of 1980 to 1984, I want to say, I might be wrong on those dates, he was really what kept SNL alive because yeah, Lauren yeah. Michaels was gone. and I mean, all the funny people were, they, they all went off to better bigger and better things. So SNL was kind of like in that kind of, uh, what do you call it? That uh, just funk. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was in a, um, in a kind of paralyzed state kind of because I mean... Mm-hmm. They had people, but, you know, people weren't tuning in as much because, I mean, they weren't laughing as much. Yeah, I mean, Je- Chevy Chase was gone, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, uh, Jim Belushi. And, it, well, Jim, he died, but everybody else made... Didn't, no, I, think, I think he died, like, in the... No, he died in 83. Okay, yeah. I, I think, I, I think. Because I know he did Blue Brother. Anyway. Let me check. Just, uh, we don't have to worry about no, it. No, I'm just going so. to double check for me. But he, uh... Eddie Murphy came on. I believe he was a cast member from 1980 to 1984. He's yeah. what kept that show alive. That's what made... Him like he made the show watchable and funny because mm. you look at um, have you watched any of his SNL stuff? Not recently. Well, he did Gumby. He did James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub. Where he played James James Brown and everyone gets in the hot tub with him. And I think I have seen that. one. He did uh, the Black Mister Rogers or Mister Robinson's Neighborhood. I have not seen that. <laughs> that one. was great. I have to watch that. Oh, and it was John Belushi, not Jim. But Sorry, it was, my bad. It's all good. Eighty-two. Okay, so. but um. And then he also did Buckwheat. Buckwheat. He was I, the kid from Little Rascals or whatever, I think. I feel like I have seen that, but I am just blanking. And then I, there was... That sounds familiar. Him doing... Um, he did... Oh, man, I'm blanking right now. The White Like Me thing where he played a black guy who, who dresses up as a... Yeah. He pretends to be white in New York City. He gets, like, special treatment for every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that great was, that, sketch. That was like one of my favorites with him was with Dan Aykroyd Trading Places. I was gonna say, and he, he's, I think his first movie was Forty Eight Hours with Nick Nolte, and then after that it was Trading Places. I actually really liked Trading Places. I thought it was a great movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, really liked it. I don't know. Maybe it, it was just it was in the eighties. You know, yeah, if you know so, me, the nineteen eighties is, is not my favorite decade of cinema. Me, but, me neither. I mean, but it did have some pretty classic movies out of it, like Sixteen Candles. Oh, my favorite eighties movie is definitely Back to the Future. My mine has to be Blues Brothers. Blues okay, Bro- I, I watched it at my uncle's house recently because he has a home theater in North mm-hmm. Carolina's house, and we watched it because he said he never spends time down there. I swear to God, I was like, I was like Uncle Mark. I brought down Blues Brothers. He's like, you know what? I haven't been, to, I haven't watched a movie in years. I haven't used this much. And he's been real stressed out lately from his, you know, his going mm-hmm. on in his life. And he had so much fun 
we watching. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly, all the jazz was playing. Mm-hmm. All the, the music. That's and not then, to say there then are... just Dan Aykroyd every time we're on a mission from God. Exactly. <laughs> that's probably well, my I, favorite 80s movie. I don't know. I, I, there's not... That's not to say bad movies were made in the 80s, but, you know, I'm not a huge fan of 80s movies. But anyway. I'm not, I'm not either. I mean, it's just not their fault. It's just like that was the creative thing at the time, but I think a lot of it is just dated. Yeah. But back on track, Eddie Murphy. So he did Trading Places, and I believe after that he left SNL in 1984. Hmm. And then he did some stand-up movies... He did Dangerous and Raw, which Raw is probably Raw the, is wonderful. Oh my it's god, so good. He has that. He has that like Michael Jackson esque outfit on. Like yeah, and he even suit. makes fun of Michael in the beginning of it. Oh my god! And then a lot of a lot of that you can't play anymore. Oh no! Like like the top with the jokes about gay guys when he makes that special. Oh Except yeah, he doesn't call him gay. He oh, calls, he says he he's says the, the bu- he's the hard F. Yeah, he uses the bundle of sticks word. Yeah, yeah but, he uses that word, so and then try playing that. He also makes, I think, jokes about AIDS. and. and he makes AIDS jokes because it was new at the time. Mm-hmm. I think, didn't he make... He makes very misogynistic jokes, too. Oh, my God, but, yeah. But, and then I my mean, favorite I, one was the one with the joke he made with, about Bill Cosby calling him up and scolding him about swearing in the specials. Uh, and he's like, oh, I call and, him. And Dolomite is my name. They <laughs> they wrench in Bill Cosby. And, oh, he makes like very family-friendly entertainment. I'm sitting there like, oh... oh. <laughs> But oh my god! Anyway, I'm, I'm trying to let me let me look up here. What movies else did he make after, um, after what? After uh, Trading Places, because I know he was also Coming to America came out in 1988 or 87. I want to believe Coming to America came out in 88, and then he did well before that. He did um, remember he did like the Beverly Hills Cops. Beverly Hills Cop. That was yeah. That came out in 84. That that movie was. <laughs> and then. I believe he did. Okay, so that's. I think that was like his golden age was in the in the eighties. You know, it, it, that was the highlight of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't. Yeah. 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 And then um, we should also mention there there is uh, coming to America. The sequel is coming out next year. Yep. Coming by out the next same summer. guy who was directing, who directed Dolomite. My name is directing. And Craig Brewer. Yeah. Did and okay, and cool. that gives me that gives me uh, hope confidence in that movie. And I saw an interview with Eddie Murphy on like Jimmy Kimmel or something where he was like, oh yeah, I'm bringing back uh, the old Jewish guy in the barbershop and he's yeah. bringing back sexual chocolate, <laughs> sexual chocolate. I love that part. Oh my um, God. But he made, he made some, he, well, he did also make a few bombs. I think like Golden Child wasn't that great. Okay. So I think after, yeah, so after coming to America is when he started to kind of dip in his movies, which yeah, Harlem Nights, which he actually directed. Harlem I didn't think it was that bad. Well, it says here he got the Golden Raspberry for Worst Screenplay, and Did he was he nominated really? for Worst Director. I didn't think it was that bad, but then, and the, yeah, you are right, because that was the one where they went to jail, wasn't it? And they became old and jail. No, that was, that was um, Life. Le- oh, that's Life? Life yeah. was actually, I really liked that. That was okay. But, I mean, he did make some bad ones, like you said. Like, I mean, Golden Child, I my mom bought that. Vampire and, in I Brooklyn. I I hated it. Um, Vampire in Brooklyn, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh, I think Boomerang was well, one that Well, Beverly Cop 2 and... And three weren't that bad. Well, I heard the third one wasn't that good. The second third one was wasn't that good. great. And then I know he's doing. Isn't he doing like um? Or did he do the fourth one yet? Uh, it's it's been stead for like over ten years. It's gonna happen. I, I'm not I, sure. I, I don't know. I'll either. believe it when I, I do, see it. I do remember I saw a trailer for it though. Or no, didn't I? Or was that? Oh, yeah. That's bad but, boys. That's so, bad boys. I'm thinking. I'm not not that. Back but. back to um. But Eddie Murphy. And then '92 he did Boomerang, and then. Yeah, '96 he did the Nutty Professor, which I guess kind of brought him back a little bit. The Nutty Professor, and then the second one that came out like four or five years later. Though those were not, those great, weren't, but they weren't 
like they weren't terrible. They were funny. They, they were they were tame, okay. but they, they were, were they good. were two thousands funny. I mean, the strengths but, of those movies are they, him playing the family. Like yeah. I believe him playing his mom is like the best. I love the yeah. whole Hercules, Hercules thing. And God, I, I just I love here at, um, that movie. But like then, of course, in the mid two thousands, where he did movies like Meet Dave and Tower Heist and oh. Dream Girls. Okay, and, actually, okay, so uh, Tower Heist and Dream Girls, he got nominated for an Oscar for Dream Girls. Did he really get nominated? here? Yeah, look look at my um, computer. I, over I thought here. Dream Let Girls me. was was so, a bomber. Was that uh, was that that different movie? I'm thinking of or was. I think it might have been thinking of something different. So okay, so let's go from Night Professor. That was in '96. Yep. He did the voice of Mushu in Milan, which that was that was good. Mm. That's Emily's favorite Disney movie. So well, Disney princess. So they did Doctor Doolittle. I like that one. He did I Spy in 2002. I think yeah. he did Bowfinger, which apparently that was. Wait, he did what? Bowfinger, a movie. I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, but apparently I, I that was good. I've never heard of it. Night Professor two, and then uh, I believe the movie that we all got introduced to Eddie Murphy to as for our generation, yeah. Shrek. Shrek, yeah. Yep. He was donkey. Yep, that uh, I think for the majority of people our age, it was Shrek that really you know got him. Because you hear his voice, and you're like, "Who is that guy?" Then you start mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's Eddie Murphy," and then you start kind of like, "Oh, who's Eddie Murphy?" And you start seeing his movies. But then, okay, so yeah, that's when he started dipping again with Adventures of Pluto Nash. Ugh. Oh my God, don't even start. And then, I I didn't hate. I was seven years old when it came out. Daddy Daycare, it was all right. And then, oh wait, Bowfinger, I've. I've seen the 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 where it has like him in the glasses, you know, the meme yeah, yeah, yeah. from like 2012. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah okay, exactly. yeah, you know, that one, okay. Then uh, Haunted Mansion, that was that in. was the weirdest Disney. It wasn't a bad Disney movie. The story mm-hmm. was kind of weird, but I mean, it did have um, the guy who played the butler who was really good. I like him. Um, I forget his name. He's really creepy. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, Terrence um, something stamp. Yeah, something like that, where he, that British guy, very, very good guy. I like him. So it wasn't the best, but I liked it. It was, I, I haven't seen it since. I, I, I've seen then it only he, twice in my life. Then he kind of came back again with Shrek 2, and uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for playing James Thunder Early in Dreamgirls. I thought that movie. But then he went straight back down with uh, Norbit, and I know how you feel about Norbit, but I, I, I don't, me, I don't love it. Let's just be—it was a good movie when I watched it as a kid. You can be messed up and watch it; it's really good. It's funny. Then he did Meet Dave, the whole thing with the the, you know, what I'm talking about. It, yeah, where it was basically like they tried to do Inside Out before Inside Out, where they had like all Ish. these little things controlling him because they were like little aliens or something, and he was like a, trying to be a human being. And I should, I should point out here, he was nominated. Or no, he won the Golden Raspberry for Worst Actor, Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Supporting Actress for Norbit. Norbit. He's also nominated for Worst Screenplay and Worst Picture and Worst Screen Couple. Also, the movie I was thinking of that bombed, it wasn't Dreamgirls, it was Imagine That, which came out two years later. I was going to say that. It was, it was dream, that was the one I was thinking of, was Imagine That. And he was nominated for Worst Actor there, too. Then he did, you know, the last Shrek movie, and then he did... I think he it, came back a little bit with Tower Heist, which that was a good movie. That, that was it was it was okay. I mean, he played it, it was Ben Stiller, and they were trying to rob the uh, the that uh, hotel. The big yeah hotel. Uh, hotel. Thing. I mean, that wasn't a bad movie. I watched that in theaters. I remember seeing that. Yeah, I remember seeing it with my parents and liking it. I mean, it, yeah, then, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, it was average. But then he did a thousand words, which that was that whole stupid movie where he's got a thousand words to say and then he dies or something. Oh yeah, I remember. I didn't watch it, but I did hear about it. And, and then, then he did in 2016. He did a movie that they Mr. did a, Church. Yeah, they did a limited release of that because it was heard, one of those religious movies. I heard that was really bad. I I heard so too because we did one showing at Carmike and 
it sold out, obviously, but a lot of people were disappointed. It says 24% based on 33 reviews with an average rating of 4.4 out of 10. When a young girl and her nine mother drove a black male cook, it comes to... Let's get... Yeah, I... Yeah. yeah we're getting I, off topic a lot. Yeah, so. that's... Uh, that doesn't sound like a good... But then movie. he came back and did uh, Dolomite Is My Name, which, wonderful movie, and he's coming to do Coming to America too. It has a 97 on Rotten and 76 on Metacritic. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. So, I mean, you know, he's had some ups and some downs. And, a lot you of know, downs, but you know well, what? Well, I mean, he, he... He's Eddie Murphy. You know, and I think he's earned... I think he has earned our respect, everyone's respect, because oh, he is a very funny man, you know? He, he can be, he, if he's given the right material, or if he's left to kind of, like, stew for a bit, he can be funny. He's just, I would say that his strengths lie, or his strengths lie in appealing to adults more. I mean, it's great if he wants to do, like, kids' movies. Yeah. I think Donkey was great, you know, and Shrek. Yeah. But I think beyond I, Shrek, I, you're kind of... I think he has to stick more to adults, because, I mean, all his kids' movies, those are simply, I think, for just, um... Simply just to make money, because I mean, kids well, I mean, movies. Kids movies, you have a safe bet mm-hmm. because parents, they you know, they're the kids are screaming like, you know, let's go see a movie, let's do something yeah. like that. And who knows? Maybe he just wanted to try something different because he was doing adult movies for years, and he, you know, he, he went back and did Pluto Nash and all that, and that really bombed. So maybe yeah. he's just like, you know, I'm yeah, done he's making. Try, adult. He's trying to get it to a return to form. Maybe. Which, I mean, honestly, if he keeps going like this, he should. He no, should. no, his. And I, re- I heard he's going to do stand up again too. If he does, so I'd watch it. If he comes to DC or Baltimore, we gotta go. Oh yeah, definitely. So, I'll call off work. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll um So I mean, you know, I I think he's a great actor. I think he's probably oh, like he, one of funny. the premier comics, not even just actors, but comics of, of think, all time. I think the other problem too is a lot of his older material, some people try and use that against him. Which mm-hmm. it's like you realize that was like forty years ago now. Mm-hmm. So it's you can't be exactly mad at him for saying like calling, you know, gay people the F word. Back in 1981. Yeah. Because it is 38 years from that now. So it's like, you know, you're trying to... I mean, I, I can't remember what other... Um... He, he's used that. He's made AIDS jokes. I think he made... Didn't he... I think he made reference to, like, Freddie Mercury in one joke, if I remember mm-hmm. right. And, um... I can't remember who it was, but I swear I saw another comic from the 80s do the same thing where he said, you know, he called people the F word, you know, gay yeah. people. And I, I mean... mean... But but I think with him, his strength relies on that kind of, like, shock and awe. Like like Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. I love Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, and Eddie Murphy's an influence and, on him. Yeah, so... And I, his brother, Charlie Murphy, was on Chappelle's show. So I think, like, he just has to kind of roll with it and just kind of not let it get him down. He has to kind of do, like, like a sticks and stones special. I mean... Because, I mean, he ha- if he's going to go back to, you know... Stand being up, Eddie, yeah. yeah. Stand up, he has to do something like that. Because sticks and stones, I don't know if you watched it. No, I didn't. I heard it got bad reviews, but it got It got bad reviews from the critics, and that's what I hate. It got, like, a 36 from, like, 100 critics, but it has a 99% out of, like, 30, 40,000 people. Mm-hmm. So that's almost... 29,000 people saying that this movie's fantastic. This is fantastic. And I watched I, it, and I'll tell you, if Eddie Murphy comes back and does a stand-up just like Dave Chappelle did with Sticks and Stones, not like obviously similar, but or mm-hmm. the same, but similar, he'll be a success again. Oh, yeah. No, and he's coming back to Saturday Night Live in December. Ooh. He's going to host. Because last time he was on was for the 40th anniversary, and he just came on and talked for a few minutes and didn't really do anything. Mm. But Oh, I'll watch it. I mean, I don't watch SNL anymore because, you know, it's down in quality. But we'll, we'll say that. I, that's I, the I, nice way of putting that's, it. That's the kind way I'll use it. It's down in quality. But because it's the same joke. Come on. It's the same joke. Every time. Yeah. Every skit. Every yeah. skit. Mm-hmm. But the weekend Murphy, update is literally the same thing every week. I'm not young. Yeah, I, I watched maybe two episodes, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. And then 
I mean, I some... just stopped because I was like, you are literally doing the same thing. We get it. You don't like this certain individual who I will not say. We get it. You've done it twice, two Saturdays in a row for me. I'm done. Well, no, I think my mother, my mother-in-law, um, she watches SNL and, yeah. you know, occasionally she'll turn on and she'll have something that makes me laugh. Like they did a Joker parody with David Harbour, but he played Oscar the Grouch. So they, yeah. it's basically Oscar the Grouch as like in the style of the Joker. That was funny. Yeah. But and I mean, even Dave Chappelle came and did it like right after the election last year, and yeah. he was real funny on that. But other than that, yeah, there's not really a whole lot that it, SNL has it, nowadays no, that really appeals to me. It just for me, it just it seems after watching only. I mean, of course, it was a year ago, but for me, it was just the same thing, and I was like, I'm I'm not going to keep watching this. It's going to be I've, the same thing. I watched an episode that came out maybe less or probably less than a month ago. That's you know one that my mother-in-law had on in the background and you know if she likes it you know we're not saying don't watch snl if you like snl but to us it's just it seems like a one-trick pony at this point yeah and i mean there's also a guy who bears my name who does the same impersonation we don't every other episode no we do not but Anyway. anyway um if he goes back on to snl I will watch it simply because he's he's in a comeback right now. If he keeps making good move, if he if he makes another good move like that, I will watch it. Yeah, no, it. I respect the hell out of Eddie Murphy. I think he's one of the greatest comedians of all time, and I would love to see what he goes and does next after after Dolomite because I think Dolomite was just a great movie, and I think he should be at least nominated for best actor at the Oscars. Oh yeah, me too. I I, I believe he should be too, if, because if this movie is good, you say it is. Because, I mean, reading your thing, what you said, I'm reading the reviews right now, it's going to be great. Yeah, and it it doesn't disappoint. It. No, I'm going to have to watch it. I'll watch it. You know what? I got time before I have to go. Just have to go see Double Tap again with Dylan. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it before I go. Yeah, do it. It's it's a good two hours to kill. Yeah, right. So, anyway, um, so let me see what how much time we are at. Uh, we are less than 40 minutes. So, huh? you know, there's some other stuff I felt that we could talk about um, that, you know, happened in the last couple weeks. Just wanted to, you know, get your thoughts, Alec. We can discuss some things here. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it's it's reboot time. Oh, boy. So, more reboots have been announced. Oh, boy. So, we have, on the horizon, a mask reboot. Stop it. Wait, is that the one with all females, isn't it? Uh, apparently, it's going to be a female-led mask reboot. Oh, my God. Which, the fact that it is female-led is not upsetting me. The fact that they're doing it at all is upsetting me. Because they need to just... Stop. And that's... I don't know. Ben, of course... The first one was Jim Carrey in a... Just classic Jim Carrey. It was a who, good movie. Who would they want to get to... Who? Hey, you cannot beat that much physical comedy. Well, no, that the character of The Mask is very eccentric and... Yeah, and it's like... God, that, if they that, get Kate McKinnon to do that or something, I would be so... I, mm. I would be so pissed because that is... You cannot... If, I don't know if anybody remembers, because I mean it's been years since I've watched it, but I remember him going bouncing off the walls and moving around. Mm-hmm. You have to try to do that to keep their attention. But again, that was like an early two thousands ish, late nineties movie, wasn't it? Uh, ninety four. Ninety four. So like an early mid nineties movie. Mm-hmm. That the thing though is a lot of that kind of stuff isn't appealing to a lot of modern audiences because you know it's the mid nineties and it's that mm-hmm. kind of comedy. But Jim Carrey's. You have to kind of grab their attention, mm-hmm. and that's what he did in those movies. Was he was like he's you know he's like laughing, he's throwing himself everywhere. That's Jim Carrey. Who are they going to get to do it? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't even think of I, anyone. I can't think of male or female. I can't think of anyone. No, because Jim Carrey is very, very difficult to 
what I want to say. Uh, replicate. Replicate, yeah. yeah. Um, and then another reboot I read about is Disney is remaking Robin Hood. Again? Yeah. Because so, I know they did that one that came out last year, which bombed. No, there's like, I don't know if that was all, that wasn't Disney, I'm pretty sure. But no, they no, made that, like. They did a reboot with, um, what's his name? The kid. Taron Egerton. Yeah. yeah. So that, but that, that wasn't bombed. Disney. I'm pretty sure that was no, like Warner Brothers. Or that was, that was, I think that was Warner. Um, but let me see. I'll double check. And and you asked me a question before we started recording: Is it going to be with the animals or not? Because yeah, because that was because that's the Disney classic is with the yeah, fox. I mean, it could. I don't know. And yet, you, and yet you're right. But Lionsgate, that's who did it. Yeah, I don't know. Robin Hood is just one of those things. I don't think Robin Hood in general is just going to make money nowadays because well, they've done like five different. Like there was a Russell Crowe one that came out. Twenty eleven. There was the one that came out last year. I feel like there was another one that came out in between them, but um, let me check. you don't you don't have to look it up. It's okay. Oh, I'll look because I mean that, there has to be. But it just Robin Hood doesn't appeal to people anymore, as far as I could tell. I mean, all the movies have done bad, at least at the box office. There's been the Robin Hood Prince of uh, Prince Prince of, of Tides Prince of Tides in ninety one with Kevin Costner. There was Robin Hood Men in Tights in ninety three. There was the 1938, the 52, the 22, the 76, et cetera, et cetera. There's we, been a we lot don't, of Robin Hoods. I just don't think Robin Hood is appealing to this generation. Well, I so. think the other problem is Disney's trying to get more from their reboots. Like, I mean, they did, obviously, The Jungle Book, which is, in my opinion, the best one, because I watched that in theaters. They did Pete's Dragon, which wasn't bad. wasn't Didn't make a lot of money. wasn't great for me, but it was good. We saw Dumbo earlier this year. I, I like Dumbo. It. I like Dumbo. They did Beauty and the Beast, which it was I, okay. Which I took. Um, who did I take to that? I think I took Jasmine. I think, but it's, anyway, it's, yeah, it, it was a good movie. It, I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, I'm not much for Beauty and the Beast. I'm not really into musicals, but it wasn't a bad movie at all. I think they did uh, the one that bombed really bad was the Nutcracker. They really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no physical comedy, right? The name is misleading. Do not watch it. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that movie, I, I didn't even know it came out until I was in Best Buy a few months I, ago, and I saw the Steelbook, and I'm like, when did this come out? And they're like, first of all, well, how did that warrant a Steelbook? Secondly, I, because of Disney. Yeah, I saw a assume. trailer for it, and Keira Knightley was in it, and her voice just sounded so annoying in that. I, I didn't. Even, I have to watch the trailer, even though it's already out. But I had no idea. That's that's another out. thing. The Nutcracker and King Arthur; those are also stories that just do not make money nowadays. No, they made like three or four different. Because it's the, the they released too many too soon within like the same decade of each other. It's like with Robin Hood, a twenty eleven and a twenty eighteen. Like, well, they did the the. We're not talking just about Disney, but like Hollywood. They did. The, the movie about King Arthur, The Kid Who Would Be King, just came out. That, that one, actually, I heard was really good. The Kid Who Would Be King. Because, I mean, I saw a bunch of reviews for it. Because I, I went out of theaters, though, in mm-hmm. two weeks. So I couldn't I thought it was bad. That's why I left so early. So I was like, damn, so I can't watch it. But then I looked online. They got really good scores. Yeah. And well, not really there good, was still decent. a one that came out, like, two years ago. Another King Arthur movie, Legend of the Sword or something. And then... I don't remember that one. I know that you're talking about it. I don't remember when that one came but, out. It just, those types of movies just... But they're trying to reboot all their animated classics because... Disney, they, yeah. They get nostalgia. Because that's, a, that's the one thing they don't think grab people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you watch those as a kid, because I did my grandmother before she passed away last year. Mm-hmm. She, and I took them all. She had VHSs of every single Disney movie released. Even the ones that were like obscure. Because, you know, all the kids watched them. They were all kept in the cabinet for years. Mm-hmm. She never touched them, barely moved them, did nothing with them. Mm-hmm. I grabbed them all. And I was just like, I forgot I watched these as a kid. 
and even the one she she had for her, her grandchildren for her, mm-hmm. you know the girls like my nieces i forgot those were there too yeah. Like the shit Snow White in there. She had the 101 Dalmatians. You know, I'm surprised. Like, wow. I'm surprised because they already remade 101 Dalmatians back in like '96. But yeah. they're, you know, I'm surprised. They're gonna do it again. Oh, I'm sure they will. You know, then they're gonna they're gonna redo that. I'm they're gonna su- do they, Snow White. I'm surprised they. I mean, they're doing Little Mermaid. They did Cinderella. They did Sleeping Beauty with Maleficent. They did Pete's Dragon, Jungle Book, Lion King, Aladdin. Mulan's coming out next year. Which actually, I would, I'd watch that if it it looks good. I don't know. Where's the Szechuan sauce? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, if they bring back the Szechuan sauce. Bring back, bring back twenty, bring back the joke from what twenty seventeen. God, no. I reckon more people are gonna be up in arms. Where's the damn Szechuan? <laughs> Milan's out now. Yeah, you're gonna have some dumbass kid just doing like. Ree! Oh no, my god, the, he's gonna yeah. dress up like like he's gonna have a Rick and Morty shirt. He's like, so I see Milan's being out again. So where's the Szechuan sauce? Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> anyhow, but yeah, if. If Disney's going to do what I think they're doing, they're going to release every single one. Oh, I know. My worst fear is that they're going to eventually just remake like the Pixar movies in live action. Like, oh, if they... Like Toy uh, Story. Live action one. story. I should say live action Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> Actually or, or, have like a, a old like Tom Hanks just like... like oh, God. Cowboy outfit, gray hair everywhere. No. <laughs> he's, like, then, he's 60 years old. God, I feel like they'd bring back Tom Hanks for that. They wouldn't bring back Tim Allen because oh. they don't like him. Yeah. But anyway. That's unfortunate. But Tim Allen, I like him too, though. And then, I mean, there's, you heard, so this is another bit of news. The guys who were going to do the Game of, the Game of Thrones guys who were going to do a, a Star Wars trilogy, they, they backed out. Did they really? Yeah. They stopped at the TV show? Are they doing the, are you they, the movie? They were going to do a trilogy of Star Wars, Star Wars movies. Oh, they were doing the movies. I thought, didn't they, was that a TV show? I no. Thought? No. no. But they, they were going to do three Star Wars movies, and they backed out because of whatever commitments, quote-unquote, for another thing. But I think that was just an excuse. Well, I'm kind of happy. It's just yeah. they need to stop churning out Star Wars movies every single year. Well, that's the problem. That's why that's why a lot of them, they'll lose money because everyone's like, I just saw one last year. And that's why... The other that's one, why that's Solo why, bombed. That's why Solo bombed, and that's why Force Awakens made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because it came out ten, ten years. years later. Yeah, after the episode three. Yeah. Yeah. So people were like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be great!" And then we want people watched it, and it was like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic!" So I made so much money. That's pretty good. Yeah, I that's I enjoy that movie a lot. And uh, it's got issues, but I love it. You know. And then, so here's here's the thing. Um, they need to stop with Star Wars every... Like, Marvel, there's material there you can do. Yeah. Like, they have Thor, they have... Well, they did, well, do, they, they're they did doing, do the Netflix shows, remember? Like, they had, like, The Punisher, they had Daredevil, but then yep. Netflix cut them because Disney is doing their own streaming, and so they said, nope, no more. Yeah. So that's what sucks, too, for... Because, I mean, Marvel... I don't know if anybody watched TV shows, but Punisher and Daredevil are my favorite ones out of Oh, Daredevil's pretty good. I saw a couple episodes, but oh, yeah. my point being... Marvel has the material that you can do a movie every year, a couple movies every year, because you know you got Guardians of the Galaxy, they're doing Blade, they're doing all these different things, Black Panther, and I just think people are sick of Star Wars, to be honest with you. Yeah, because what else can you do besides what else can you do besides good versus evil, Empire versus Rebels? What else can you do? Yeah, and I think that's the main that's the Marvel and Disney. They they they, see it as a cash cow, but the problem is it's drying up really quick because they keep milking it and part of it is the audience because you know people saw um force awakens and it made a lot of money and it was basically a reboot of a new hope and, and then they said oh my god this is gonna be this is what we're gonna do we're gonna keep releasing them because this movie made a lot of money then they did 2016 they did um 
Rogue, Rogue One. One. Which, honestly, best of the prequels, my opinion. It was. I really, like episode three a little bit better, but I think it's in the same area as yeah, episode three. because, I mean, it led right into A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So that's why I liked it. And then in 2017, of the course, Last Jedi. they had The Last Jedi, which... <laughs> this last we're gonna have a discussion about the last jedi at some point yeah we are I, I i hate myself for buying the steel book i hate myself for buying four tickets to see it for my friends i hated it i hated it and i've only watched it one time and then last year of course we had han solo see and then the thing is with han solo they tried to do something different between you know empire right. and, and rebels but then it was more of a heist movie but it didn't make money well, and the problem the the problem with that movie from the beginning was you can't make a Han Solo movie without Harrison Ford and expect people to see it. Yeah, and it it just and that's nothing on the guy who, got, who played him, Alden Einreich yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because he, well, the other thing too is like the, the thing I hated the most was it was the movie was delayed. If I don't know if you knew this, because the guy that got to play Han Solo could not act. They had to pay yeah. for him to take a bunch of acting classes because he was terrible. And I said, why would you cast him then? He does not look there like was, there was a guy. He does not. Yeah, yeah. he told me. He looked just like yeah, the there, young There was a guy. I think his name is Jack Rayner. He was yeah. in uh, Sing Street. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a young Harrison Ford. But and what, apparently he was in the running to play But what they say? They grabbed this other guy. And then I, I was just like, okay, if you are at this point where you have to pay so much money for this 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 dude to take acting classes... I don't mean... Well, and then they fired their director because it was too, like, whatever, too funny for them, or yeah, the that, actor complained about having to do, like, all these different takes, and... Yeah, and it's just like, well... And, and I do want to say, too, the actor, that, in the movie, if you don't compare him to Harrison Ford, he's good. Yeah. So, maybe that's it was because, money well spent, pro- but... Yeah, it's problem, yeah, but that's... The other problem is, if that's why it bombed, because people were like, okay, so you're screwing up our movie, we're hearing about it, this is, you know, this is our kind of, our, um, what do you call it, our... Our fan base mm-hmm. is the fan base. Rather, is like this is our universe, our thing. You cast a guy who doesn't look like him. He's a bad actor. You're firing a director. You're kind of doing all this kind of muddy stuff, and they're hearing about it from movie websites. And then they're just like, "Why would we watch this movie? Because mm-hmm. it's not going to be any good." And people that watched it, they they trashed it. I mean, honestly, they got a throttling in the reviews. I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't love it. I didn't like it at all because I watched it, and I mean, Donald Glover was great in it. Don't get me wrong. See, I thought he just did a straight-up impersonation of of Lando. He he did. He did, but that's the thing. That's the only why I loved him, because he actually copied from the old movies, the the original actor. And I'm just like, you know what? I I am interested in seeing Rise of Skywalker, because Lando's going to be in it. Yeah. But you know it's going to be like a five-minute cameo. Yeah, I know. He's just going to be riding it in the trailer. That's all we're going to see of him. But um, I know, but enough about Star Wars. God. So, actually, no. Next thing about Star Wars. Oh, um, God, no. Another question I wanted to ask you, Alec. Yeah. So, Avengers Endgame came out this year, and it's currently the highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, not by a lot. I'm pretty sure it's only like five or six, maybe even ten million more yeah. than Avatar. In the worldwide box office. Yeah, yeah. It, it beat it by a margin in the United States. I want to say probably like by a hundred million almost. Anyway. Yeah. So my question to you, and this is a thing I read an article about as well, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, whatever, um, could The Rise of Skywalker beat Endgame's record? No. And here's the thing. Apparently it's already uh, outsold They say that, but honestly, I I feel like a lot of those numbers are embellished because they're there because they know. I I agree with you. It's not going to. Because we had this... I forget who said it, but he said, like, this country is having Star Wars, um, what do they call it? Fatigue. Fatigue, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget who said that. I remember you told me about it, and I was just like, yeah, because it's released every year. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem, too. 
is it's released every year. If they had waited two years in between, so like if we after Force Awakens twenty seventeen in twenty fifteen, if they waited until twenty seventeen to do Rogue One, or no. Okay, so in the original, in the original, it was every three years. So they did yeah. 1977, 1980, and then 1999, 2002, and 2005. If they had just waited at least two, three years, I think before they did, actually, nine Rogue One. If they just did Last Jedi, two, three years after they did that one, mm-hmm. so it'd say 2017, 2018. Well, no, they could have just done it a year and a half out. Like so, maybe Rogue One could have come out in May of 2017, and then and it, then Rogue or. Um, it, Rise of, or Last, Last Jedi, Jedi could have come out this time and then, yeah. and then another, they, year, another year and a half from now. If they waited until 2020, 2021 to do Rise, it might mm-hmm. have had a chance, but now, no. No. Nah. I mean, th- there's going to be a lot of stuff coming. I, it might be a good movie for all I know. but It, it but, could be, but that's the thing. I don't think it's going to make a lot of money. I mean, a lot of, I mean, they're, they're trying to basically put anything they can on screen that will, it's similar to Star Wars. And they're trying to knock it out because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the Mandalorian's coming out on yeah. Disney Plus. It looks interesting, but uh, I just it, don't know. I, I'm I'm curious too. I mean, the one thing I am really excited for is the Obi Wan series. I hadn't heard anything about it. No, uh, Ian McGregor's coming back to play Obi Wan Kenobi. Is it really? Yeah, in a miniseries on Disney Plus. I'm excited. I but mean, for Star Wars, there's for that kind of universe for me. There's not. It's just there's. I've already seen almost. I've seen almost every movie. I own almost every movie. But I just I want to see something different. Like I don't know. If, and there's nothing you can do with Star Wars that's different. Yeah, no. So it, well, I don't know if you also ever if you heard this is um, you ever heard of the Man in the High Castle on Amazon? Yeah, I know what that's about. Love that show. The guy who is doing that show, I don't know if it's because of all the Star Wars crap or what. He is going to do a live action Warhammer 40k show. No idea what that is. Warhammer 40k. You've never heard of it? No. It's basically. It's constant warfare. It's it's space age. Mm-hmm. There's space marines. There's aliens. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff. It's better than Star Wars, and that's why I'm excited for it. Because honestly, I have I have Star Wars fatigue myself. Yeah, I mean it. And that and then all they're coming well, on the okay, TV. So, so they're they're doing the movies now. They're they're jumping onto the TV shows. There's just they're throwing so much the, the Star amusement Wars. parks and yeah. They're throwing so much Star Wars at people. This to me. And part of it is it's because be the audience better. buys it. The audience, yeah, yeah. because they they they're like, oh my god, I'm like, there's some older people, you know, boomers who are like sixty, you know, mm-hmm. sixty, seventy years old. They're like, oh my god, when I was twenty or when I was thirty, I watched this the first movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go see the new ones now. I'm gonna introduce my kids and my grandkids to it. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it's just like it's a what do I want to call it? It's a it's a generational movie. Yeah. You know, parent to parent to... But, uh, you know, they're saying this is like the last of the Skywalker saga. No, they're going to make episode 10, 11, <laughs> they, 12. They, they're going to they're gonna do something. They're going to read through the book, so they're just going to mm-hmm. make... It might not up. have Luke Skywalker, but it'll probably have Rey or They're, they're going to throw and... something together completely new, and it's going to be like, ah, Star Wars. Yeah. But, I, I, so, I so hold on. We, we got on a tangent there. Yeah. But the question is... Will Rise of Skywalker beat Endgame's Hell record? No. no. Hell because no. of the Star Wars fatigue, everyone's going to be... Look, you got the you got the people who hated the Last Jedi, and you know those f- people are going to boycott Rise of Skywalker for whatever, whether it's dumb or you know they're warranted. Tired of, they're tired what, of them screwing up the movies. Yeah, and then you got people who just you know they see a new Star Wars thing every week and whatever, and they're like whatever. They're, they're tired of it. I don't blame them. And then you got people who saw Solo and like, well, maybe they're going to make bad movies. Maybe this will suck too, but. It's not going to make a whole lot of money. I don't see it happening. I don't. I see it maybe making. I'll be generous. One hundred thirty million dollars. 
Opening weekend? No, not opening weekend. I'm talking about total. Opening no, weekend? No, I see it making at least 150 opening weekend. I really? Yeah. I don't. Not, not well, in the considering US. The not, trends... not, not in the U.S. at least. In Europe? Hell yeah. No, China? No. Definitely. No. See, I go on Box Office Mojo a lot, and this this stuff really interests me. The first... Okay, so Force Awakens made $250 million at the opening weekend box mm. office. The Last Jedi made 220 So if we follow that logic, it's going to be... Well, 190 for the last year or for Rise of Skywalker. Well, that's, that's but that was but does that include people who saw Rogue One and Han Solo? Rogue One made I think 150 opening weekend and Solo made like 80 million. So, but those were not part of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. So, what I'm trying to say is if we're following the Skywalker saga and the the trend, mm. I'm saying 190 million opening weekend and that's being generous. I want to say minimum of 140, maximum of like. 190. I, I'm telling you, I think this movie, it's gonna it. It's not might, gonna bomb. It, it's not gonna bomb, but it might barely cover the cost of the movie. Because I mean, they're probably gonna pump 200 million in this movie. Oh yeah, I guarantee it. They're right. they're gonna pump hundreds of millions of dollars into a movie, and I can guarantee you, it will not. It will barely just a smidge cover the costs if that's the case. I don't know. It. I only say 130 million total because, I think. After four movies in a row of Star Wars, people are just like, "All right, you know what? They need to stop. It's yeah, where's they, the filthy Frank? It's time to stop." Yeah, exactly. I mean, at any rate, I, I just I want to see something new. I, I'm tired of it. Another question I had for you: If Skywalker Rise of Skywalker cannot beat Endgame's record, will Avatar two? No, no. It's, I, they waited too long to release the new one. Plus, the first one didn't really get a cult following. I don't. I don't remember. People saw it because it was O three D, and I think it was the first movie of its kind to have like a fully computer generated film. And then um, the other thing too is you don't get attached to any of the characters. No, I couldn't remember. I know the actress or the actors and actresses who are in the movie. The only person I really liked was the guy who played the uh, captain, the evil captain, because he was in Don't Breathe. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, the old man. He was the only good part of that movie to me because the story. Made no, South Park did it perfectly when they made yes. fun of it. Dances with Smurfs Dances in space. Dances with Smurfs. It is the exact same thing. It's like, I moved in with them. But he was like he was in a wheelchair. He got into the Avatar. I fell in love with them. And so I wanted to defend them. It's Dancing with Wolves with Smurf in space. Mm-hmm. So, And that's that's the damn problem. And in this one, there's they're not bringing anything new to the table. If they had released it, well, I hear if they had released it in 2013, it probably would have made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Four years later. Or five, yeah, four years. Well, later. Like I think it's currently coming out in twenty twenty one. So, I I say good luck to you, because after after everything that's happened, I don't think anybody's like, oh yeah, was that the one with the the guy that could bend the elements? No, no, wrong Avatar. Oh, and that movie was horrible. But anyway, uh, and that so, Shyamalan, you did a great job, even though you didn't read the source or your career or your uh, uh, your people did not read the source material, but you did. Good on yeah. you, buddy. Anyway, so. I've heard like he's doing uh, motion capture underwater. That's interesting. That could be. I mean, that could be different. But it's like I have to. You have to. Technology see is not a substitute for a good story, and that's my biggest problem with Avatar, the first movie. It was it, it well was, made. You know, he he's a good director, but the story behind it was just was very garbage. And that because he wanted to get people distracted with the new tech, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the reason why another movie failed, similar called Valerian. Uh, you ever heard of that movie? Yeah, Valerian. Uh, the City of a Thousand Suns or something. City of a Thousand Plants or something. Yeah. That was the same thing. It was based off a '50s French comic. The guy said it was a, it was an indie movie. It was a passion project. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. I mean, the the effects were amazing. 
Yeah, Story Luke, Luke Besson directed it, right? Yeah. The guy who did... Um... Yeah, the the, uh, the French dude. Yeah, that guy, yeah. It was a gorgeous-looking movie. Fifth Element, that was the one I was thinking That's of. That's it. Yeah. Gorgeous movie, just like Avatar. Mm-hmm. The story was garbage, just mm-hmm. like Avatar. So that's the main problem. Well, I the, have. the difference between those movies is that Avatar still made a bunch of money. Avatar did make money because that was that was new for its time, because all that kind of all that technology mm-hmm. into one two hour movie was new. I remember seeing that movie one time and just not liking it, and I haven't seen it at all I, since. And I it's wa- been like 10, 12 years now. I have watched. Last time I watched it was twenty ten because I remember this is why. A year after it came out, I bought the DVD because they made a video game. And I played the video game, which sucked. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay. And then I forgot all about it. I have not watched it in ten years. But that's that's the main. That's the well. Rise. And then it's we're gonna have Avatar fatigue because then it's gonna be Avatar three, four, and I believe there's even a fifth one coming in, and they're gonna do a, a spin off of that. And I don't know how they can because if it this one bombs, the second one bombs. I can actually, you know what? I, I did read that if the second and third ones bomb, they're not gonna do a fourth and fifth. I wouldn't either. Even though he planned on it, he's been planning that for like years. Oh, I was gonna say that's all. That's what J- James Cameron has been doing for like the past decade is working on Avatar sequels. And I'm like, well, I mean, he did a lead of Battle Angel and he wrote the new Terminator Elite movie. Lead of Battle Angel, I did enjoy. I didn't get a chance to see I it. Actually, I heard it was good. I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I recommend people watch it. It yeah. was not a bad movie at all. I mean, there was. Uh, I know that a lot of people were when it came out. There were I forget what movie. I think it was Hans. No, what was it at the time? Um, it came out at the same time as Alita Battle Angel. People were like, go see Alita instead of this movie. Oh, oh, um, was it the Ghost in the Shell remake? No, it wasn't Ghost in the Shell. It was, um... Captain Marvel? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Captain Marvel. It was Captain Marvel? Yeah, it came out earlier this year, yeah. Yeah, so, it, it, if, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that must have been right, because people were saying, go see Alita Battle Angel instead. Mm-hmm. I watched Alita. I loved it. It was a great movie, yeah. honestly. And I, in Ghost in the Shell, I don't know why people give it so much crap. It was the ending wasn't the same as the anime, but it was pretty. I, I it, didn't have any desire. I watched the anime when it be at the album. Sir, it came no out. anime allowed here. <laughs> I, I see the penguins on over there. Yeah, but yeah, I got the penguins in the other room. I'll bring them out. All right, buddy. No. But anyway, no, it was actually a, except for the ending. It would fold. It followed the anime to a T. Mm-hmm. But people are just so stupid, and I don't understand why they hated the Ghost in the Shell. We need to do another episode about just audiences in general i hate yeah i hate them like i hate let's, them let's we'll save it for the episode yeah let's save it for that one because i have a lot to say to the people who did not like ghost in the shell for one reason and you know what it is and i hate it so much because it's the stupidest thing i've ever seen because when i heard that the first time i heard that i was like did you watch the anime what are you talking about because they got scarlett johansson to play it they said you should have an asian woman to play it and i'm like did you watch the anime look at the anime and look at these two side by side Spot on. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson looks exactly like this robot woman who is not Asian in any way. And on that note, we're going to call it a day. We're going to call uh, it a day. Hell yeah. Thank you all for uh, listening to Do Two Like Movies. We hope you had a good time listening to us. Uh, next couple episodes, I don't know what we're going to do. Currently, we're, we're kind of an open slate. So uh-huh. I want to bring in some more guests. I want to bring in some shows. I believe we're going to start some series where, you know, I watch a movie that Alec had, or no. I have I watch a movie for the first time that I've never seen before that Alec picks out and then vice versa. Yeah. And then so we might it, do some drunk reviews. <laughs> honestly, if we get hammered and start doing it, you're gonna hear a lot of swearing. Oh yeah. No. But uh, and thank you all. I found that uh, our Halloween episode did very well with uh, at least in terms of like our numbers. You know, you know? why? 
Uncensored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a good time, so we're going to have to have those people back on. But I'll try and see if I can get Carson yeah. Dillon to do it again. Yeah, and you know, if you like podcasts, make sure to check out our friend James's podcast, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, dot Backpack. I think it's Jimmy Back dot Pack. I'm not sure which one. Jimmy but, Backpack. Yeah, I think his podcast is called It Can Be Done. Pretty good insight there. He just you know has a unique perspective on things. And then uh, my buddy Nathan, who might is going to come on the show at some point, he just started another podcast as well. So, you know, we want to help support our friends. Uh, thank you all for listening so much. And we'll come back at you in the future with some more dudes who like movies. So take care.